let's stay connected. Follow me on all social media platforms and anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Just put in Chris and Christ. Let's go. First things first, what's on top? What's that thing that you just got to get done or you just got to get out of your brain today? Hey guys, what's on top today is a huge apology from me. I recognize that I did not uh, upload our episode on Wednesday like y'all are used to and I am so, so sorry. Um, My mom and I had had our first sermon at our church last week and that took a ton of preparation, ton of discipline, ton of energy. And after that thing happened, I just wanted to sleep like for the whole week straight. Um, And it was just kind of a busy time. And I had every intention of doing the podcast, just got to the point where I was like, "Mm, don't feel like it and didn't. And that's horrible. And I'm sorry, but I have to be honest with y'all. And so um, just wanted to say I apologize. And if I do foresee that happening again, like I will be sure to let you know, just so, you know, people were like, did I miss it? Did the did the uh website not work? Like, what am I missing? I'm like, no, it was just me being lazy. Sorry. Um, so I'm so sorry, y'all. Please forgive me. But you know, we're human. Sometimes we just don't want to do nothing. Um, so yeah, super sorry. But do want to continue our spiritual growth series on this episode, and I'll be able to share what. Um, Some of the listeners have suggested that's helped them with their spiritual growth journey. And I'm just super excited about this because I love practical things that you can implement almost instantly to help you um, grow closer to God and kind of like build your spiritual growth. So super excited to jump into this episode again. Please forgive me. I'm so, so sorry for not staying consistent. So today's episode is called New and Improved because once you are a believer, you become brand new and you're automatically improved, but something doesn't just stay improved. It has to continue to improve and to keep growing. So we definitely have to take every day as an opportunity to get better and grow closer to God. And I love a scripture that kind of gives you the roadmap of what to focus on, how to grow, um, and what to include in your spiritual growth. And it comes from Second Peter 1, 5 through 8. In view of all of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, and love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you'll be in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. I really love this scripture because it tells you like what to work on. Um, So it starts with like, okay, you have your faith. Awesome. Now we need to supplement it. You can't just say you believe in Jesus and then boom, you're done. All is good. All is well. No, we are put on this earth in order to be created more like him every single day. So how do you become with him first? God's going to work on your moral excellence. This is your, what should I do? What's right and what's wrong? Um, A lot of us may have different viewpoints of like what's permissible and what's okay and what's good, but everything that's good is not God. So he's going to show you like first things first. This is what, these are my standards and this is what I approve of. This is what I don't approve of. And you're going to have to align 
your beliefs with his beliefs. So we're looking at, um, you know, doing the right thing. And this is where conviction, the Holy Spirit, you're going to do something, maybe it's things you normally do on a daily basis. And then one day you're going to feel like, mm, you know, this don't feel like, this don't really feel right anymore. That's the Holy Spirit convicting you. Um, the next thing he says is knowledge. It's just knowing the word, knowing God. You cannot know what God wants without knowing what his word says. So you've, you know, got to boost your knowledge of God. Then we're going to self-control. This is exercising restraint, limiting your actions, limiting your thoughts, controlling your emotions. This is probably one of the hardest ones to do because we live in a world where instant gratification is everything and everybody has their own truth. So everything is permissible. And da, 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 da. But God's like, you're under new management. You've got to learn to control yourself because you can't be act acting crazy and acting wild and also saying that you belong to me you like that just doesn't line up so God is going to help you with your self-control you cannot exercise self-control by yourself it's kind of weird but like God definitely steps up and will help you in this area if you put forth a little effort next is patient endurance one of the listeners when I asked like what helps you guys grow one of my listeners said trials and I didn't even think about this, but oh my God, it's so true. Like we don't know how strong we are until we overcome something. And it's super funny how like if you ask for patience, the only way that patience will be produced in you is when you're putting situations that causes you to create patience and to have it. And if you don't have it, you're going to be put in these situations where you're going to learn it and Ugh, it kind of sucks when you think about it. But in the end, like you become this patient, you know, kind of easygoing person. And trials do build this. Trials also build endurance. Um, it comes from not getting things your way. It comes from having to be around, you know, annoying people. It, you know, let's just be honest. But endurance then produces this next thing that he talks about we should focus on is godliness. Godliness is just being devoted to God, being devoted to worship him, being devoted to becoming like him. You know, this is what um, sometimes the Bible refers to as righteousness. And this is just like fearing God, be being upright. You know, um, you are not going to like depend on God and rely on God and know who he is for you until he's brought you through some things. You know what I'm saying? Like you will become more devout and devoted to him because he has brought you through and he has really shown you who he is. It just, it's just a part of the process. Um, next thing. So if you notice, <clears throat> We've gone from moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, and godliness. These are all things that God is working inside of you. This is all focused on yourself. Once God is working on you, he now expects you to turn your outlook towards others. Because now he says, let's work on our brotherly affection. Lord of mercy. <laughs> this is where I struggle sometimes. And this is loving our brothers and sisters in Christ. So these are like loving other believers, um, fellowshipping, 
serving. Um, these are people who have, who believe the same thing that you believe. Is it difficult? Yes. Do they get on your nerves sometimes? Yes. Is it sometimes a little corny? Yes. I understand all of that. But this is your family now. And you can't love God without loving his children. So it's a process. But God is faithful. He will produce these things in you. And lastly, it says love for everyone. So this is treating everybody, no matter what they believe, no matter what they choose, no matter what they say, no matter how they live, like we have to treat everybody right in all situations with unconditional love. And this is how we become more productive and useful when we say we're a Christian. This is what will differentiate you from the hypocrites that we often see in church and the real Christians that we may or may not see in church. You know what I'm saying? Like this helps you align your walk with your talk. When you're working on developing these things and you're working with God and allowing him to show you where you are and what needs to be, you know, amped up or toned down, once you do the self-work, it's going to be evident to other people. And they're going to be like, hmm, I've met Christians before, but there's something different about her. Or she actually, you know, treats me right. Or he's really kind to me. You can tell there's something different about him. That's because you and God have been doing the self-work. And you're allowing the Holy Spirit to create those fruits of the spirit or, you know, you're letting God shine through you because you're willing to do the work. And I think it's really helpful to kind of do like a spiritual checkup. If you just got saved or if you've been saved for 20 years, it's super important to do a spiritual checkup. Like, okay, how am I doing in this area? How am I doing with my moral excellence? Or how am I doing with my brotherly affection? Um, I know I really struggle with being selective on who I want to be godly to. (laughs) And it's horrible, but I'm working on it. Um, So I'll have a resource that I will share with you guys that will include the spiritual checkup, kind of do an inventory of yourself and also help you figure out, um, you know, your passions, your gifts, um, and different things using the shape tool that I will um, share with you guys on my social media pages. Um, so now we will talk about some of the um, more practical things you can do, the different tips that the listeners have provided, and hopefully you can choose one of these today and get started on your spiritual growth journey. So another listener suggested that what helped her grow was surrounding herself with like-minded people. Oh my gosh, this is so crucial. If you are not involved with a Bible teaching church, I would strongly suggest you do this. Three chords are a lot harder to break than one. You've got to have a tight support system with you. If you still have your friends that are still doing the old things that you used to be doing and that's all you have, you know, bad company corrupts good morals. It's only a matter of time for you start to see yourself slipping. I'm not saying you got to cut those people off, but right now think about it. You're trying to 
hit your goal weight. You're trying to hit that goal. Is this helping you right now? I've mentioned before, like whenever those church doors were open, I was in there. And then I started to get involved with ministries. I started going to, I was single and I had made a huge mess out of my relationships. So I'm like, oh, my church has a singles ministry. Let me go check that out. Let me see what they're reading. And I've been so blessed. Like I've gotten most of my, like, I would say my spiritual food from the singles ministry. Um, I also was a part of the youth and young adult ministry. So those are, those are the people that were like in college and in their 20s. And, you know, that's, yo, that's, whew, we in a rough age group. But I'm going to leave that, I'm going to leave that alone because I could go on that forever. But like, there is strength in numbers. And you cannot do this walk alone. I repeat, you cannot do this walk alone. You can't. Sorry, you just can't. You need other people beside you. Um, you're not an island and you weren't put on this earth to get to know God by yourself. There's so many other believers out there with you. Think about those things. Um, but if you are in a church, get involved. Like find a ministry you like. Find a group of people your age that y'all can get together Um get together with or serve with like everybody can do something if you can pick up chairs and move them you can serve if you can set up or break down a table you can serve if you can drive or have a car or a vehicle you can pick up someone and bring them to church that's service all those little things that you can do God is pleased with and he wants you to grow and also love you know your new brothers and sisters um, in Christ at your church, just find kind of your niche and like what you like and serve there. I know I struggled a lot with in my head as I'm trying to do these things. Um, even like when I was working with the teenagers at my church, um, I had to talk to them or I went on a trip or something. I'm like, the thought came in my head like, oh God, they don't know who they got <laughs> with these kids. Or they don't know who they got speaking or praying for this group. Like, do you know who I am? Like, I'm, I don't deserve to be praying. Those thoughts like that, that are trying to keep you in your old life and keep you in your old mindset, that's the devil. So one of the scriptures I had to rely on was Second Corinthians 5 and 17, which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. So I had to tell myself and I had to say that thing out loud so the devil could hear me too. Like, uh-uh, I'm with Jesus now, which means all those old things I used to do, that old thing I used to be, those old flings I used to have, that's all gone. I am a new creation. God doesn't see those things anymore and neither do I. And there's nothing that's going to hold me or you back from walking in your purpose. You don't have to listen to those voices. You can use your voice and tell them what the truth is. So when you start to feel yourself go back to your old ways, you, you use the word. Use the word and learn it. That's why we got to know it because we have to use it to fight with. 
So let's say you're like, all right, Chris, yeah, I found I found the scripture I'm going to use for every time I get angry. Or I found the scripture I'm going to use for every time somebody gets on my nerves at work. Like I found the scripture I'm going to use to help me calm down. Perfect. Awesome. Keep saying it. If you've got to write it down on an index card and put it on your desk. If you got to write it down on a sticky note and put it on your sun visor. And every time you get to a red light, you flip that sun visor down and you're looking at that scripture. And then you flip it back up when the green light comes on. Whatever you have to do, put it around you. Put it on your mirror. Put it as your lock screen on your phone. And one of my favorite suggestions is download the Verses app. V-E-R-S-E-S app. It is the coolest app, y'all. I just found it a couple months ago. It is amazing. So for the free version, you can download it and you have access to the entire King James Bible and you can pick scriptures that you particularly want to memorize. And every day it'll give you different games and tips and tricks to uh, memorize that scripture. And it's on the phone. So it's super easy. A lot of different interactive, like less than one minute lessons and games and you keep doing it. Um, I like to do it like if I'm waiting for my food in line, I'll put on the Versus app while I'm waiting. Or if I'm in the lobby waiting for an appointment, um, if I'm bored at work sometimes, or if I really just need to sit and meditate and think about the scripture to calm me down, I will open up my Versus app and memorize that scripture. And by so many days of you memorizing it and you practicing it, it's ingrained in you and you got it. And you can move on to the next scripture to help you. And that's an easy way to memorize scripture using the Verses app. They also, because, you know, we talked about King James. That's not everybody's jam, you know. So they have the, um, you can use the NIV or the NLT, which is what I like to use. And for $10 a year, y'all, that's like cents per month for a year. Anyway, $10 a year. Um, they have a $5 per year plan and a $10 per year plan. You can get those different versions available and memorize any scripture in different versions for what? I don't know. I'm not doing the math right now, but it's super duper cheap. Like what else can you pay $10 a year for? So that is the Versus app. Oh my God, get it. Go to the next level and get it, get it, get it, get it. Another thing I would suggest is find out what your spiritual gifts are. Really take a look and have a talk with God. If you want to like write a letter to God saying, you know, asking about why do I have the personality I have? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What do you really want me here for? Write all those things out or talk to him about it. He'll start to show you that, you know, those quirks that you have or these things that you're intrigued with, um, the subjects that you like, the knacks that you have that you've always been good at, he's going to show you that, hey, I put that there and I want you to use it for me. And there is no other book out there that I know of that explains this and just covers this so beautifully other than The Purpose Driven Life by y'all know Rick Warren. Amazing book. If you read this book, you are going to be set. He covers all the bases of, 
okay, God, I'm here. What's my purpose? Why am I here? What is your plan? It's an amazing book. Gotta get it. Um, And you can start using those gifts and putting them to work because a lot of times people think we go to church for us, but we go to church to serve other people too. There are people out there at our churches that need the gifts that we have. The same way we rely on the preacher's gift to give us a word, other people are out there relying on our gifts. Whether it be you can serve well or you're generous and you're a good giver or you have administrative skills or you're creative and you're musically inclined or you um, are very caring and sincere with people. All those are gifts in everything that you have, even the smallest thing that you have can be used to glorify God. So find out what you've got and use it. So I hope that this was helpful. Um, All week I will have a post where every listener and every follower will be able to comment on things that has helped them grow the most. I would love for you to share with me what's been helping you grow and if you're a new believer maybe tell me some of the things that you're concerned about or that you have questions about or what you are looking for for your spiritual growth I'm just so excited it's going to be a ride of a lifetime that's a wrap for today's episode of Chris and Christ thanks so much for tuning in and I can't wait to hear from you again let's keep in touch Follow me on all social media platforms at Chris and Christ. Until next time, remember, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the power of your testimony. Be blessed. Hey, play my music.